it raining where you are? Because <laughs> we're in torrential downpour territory yeah. here. <laughs> um, if it's sunny where you are, I want to know so I can rejoice for you. What did Bunny just call me? Salve? Salve? Salve. What does that mean? He says it's hello in Latin, apparently. Oh, Bunny, I got really distracted. Bunny likes to be bilingual, trilingual in appearance. I thought he was saying, like, <laughs> one of us needs lotion or something. Salve? <laughs> you need a salve. I think salve, is what? that the word? Oh, one of those means lotion. That's what I thought. Good morning, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we have an awesome broadcast in store for you. It is Thursday here on the broadcast, which means it's a What's Right Bakery Day. And we're super excited. Here's what's coming up. Right now, it's family chat. That's why you're on with me and the wonderful Abigail, followed by Will It Bake Right? Whoa, right? And Abby is the brainchild of these <laughs> items today. So I am the brainchild. That's They're the brainchild of... Yeah, they're the brainchild of you. Yeah. You birthed them from your brain. Ah, that's awkward. <laughs> Followed by confessions. And then a time of Q&A with Buddy and Pastor. It's going to be powerful. And then what's the word? And we've got a special guest on with us in addition to Dr. Richard. You have such an awesome broadcast in store for you. It's so good. Um, but yeah, we're excited to have you. Hi, Mama Chris. If you are on right now, go ahead and put in the comments who you are, where you're watching from, so that way we can say hi to you. Robert yeah. uh, is watching. He says it's downpouring in <gasps> Rayford. Yeah. Yeah. Mama Chris Everywhere. is on. Buddy, <laughs> Buddy enjoyed the birthday from your brain. Yeah. You're welcome. Kevin Nowicki says it's a monsoon here in the parking lot. It really is. I Buddy asked me when I was parking my car, and I had to walk back in. He's like, do you want an umbrella? And I looked at him very heroically. I'm like, no, I love extreme sports. <laughs> and I just, like, I ran inside, and it was, I was soaked. <laughs> when Abby went and parked her car, I, I had this desire to quote a movie, like, where there's downpour. And the only thing I had was The Last of the Mohicans. No matter how long it takes, no matter how far, I will find you. That's the only thing that was there. So it's, it's one of those days here, guys. Uh, Mama Chris says, hello, lovely ladies. Marky says aggressively, hi guys, because um, it's all caps. <laughs> Hello, Marky. Hello. Joni says, hi, everyone. Joni's coming. I discovered what? this. Yeah, I discovered this at the beginning of what? the week. Joni's coming. I'm very excited. Yay. Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was a surprise. I don't know. I don't. She told me she's coming soon. And so I'm putting my faith out there that she's coming soon. So I am... <laughs> I'm, I'm believing strongly that she's going to be here soon. And when she's here, she's already requested to be put on the broadcast okay. for a Food Mash episode. So when it happens, I have a special be, Lucky Charms yeah, hot chocolate nice. waiting for Joni. It's going to be great. <laughs> so let's hop into question number one of the day. Joni says it's not a surprise. She's really coming. Um, not anymore. <laughs> Crocs or mullet? You have um, to pick one. It's the worst of both worlds. Which one do you pick? Kevin in the booth is just Crocs, 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 Crocs. Definitely Crocs. <laughs> I Definitely Crocs. Crocs, Crocs, Crocs. Yep. Yes. Yep. So, yes. Uh, Mama Chris says neither. Julie says Crocs with lots of exclamation points. All day, exclamation point. They're great for my pee, for my peat, for my feet, exclamation point. <laughs> What did you just say? They're great for my peat. <laughs> great for my peat. Okay. 
mullet. Haha, <laughs> just kidding, Crocs. I feel like mullet's a serious one, though. Uh, <laughs> Rachel says Crocs, even if they're ugly. Yeah. Buddy says, then why did you give me a mullet when I was a toddler? <laughs> Buddy is throwing down in the comments with his mom. Oops. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> okay. I used to have a pair of Crocs when I was little. I don't know how, because Mama despises Crocs, <laughs> but I had a pair. So I... I don't know. There's a theory that the more you see something, the more you desire them. I don't desire True. Crocs. Like, I need to make that mm -hmm. disclaimer. I do not desire them. But I don't know how they've made this resurgence in the world. I don't know. But so many people are wearing them. And I've seen them enough where they've become normalized to me. And I've thought, I could do Crocs. Like, on a day like today where it's nasty outside, I could slip Crocs on and yeah. then put and on real shoes. <laughs> Yep. With yep. every step, but maybe I should get a pair of travel Crocs for when I fly, and they'll just be my flying shoes. You slip those bad boys on, you slip them off. They have some like really interesting Crocs that have like fur on the inside. Ew. So I mean, Weird. not on a day like this, <laughs> but like for the cold weather, I'm more okay with Crocs than I ever have been. But that doesn't mean I'd wear them. <laughs> but I'm more accepting of people who do. They're expensive too. They're like 50 bucks. Like I looked these up with Marky the other day. $50. It's made out of like window caulking. <laughs> <laughs> you just pump that into the whatever the it's mold. <laughs> That's what it is. Like the stuff that seals the window. It's the same. <laughs> Marky's off to the side going, she's so sassy today. Marky's, it's Marky's fault. That's it really is. That's my new favorite way to describe them. Like, that <laughs> makes me very happy. A croc, uh, Mama Chris says, Crocs give healthcare workers free Crocs, which is the only reason I have a pair. That's cool. Okay. Whoa. Crocs are the winners. Yeah. Crocs won. Nobody chose Definitely. Mullet. Um, okay, question number two. <laughs> Rachel, $50 for a chunk of ugly rubber? We need to move on. <laughs> we do. American Idol or Survivor? Go. I know. I just dropped it in your lap. What? <laughs> American Idol, I think. Yeah. I haven't seen Survivor since I was like six. Now, I... Okay, Idol, Idol, Idol. We had three Idols right wow. out front. American Idol is still a thing. <laughs> it went off the air for like a year or two, and they brought it back. And now it's with... When? A couple years ago. Luke. Isn't it with um, Lionel Richie? Lionel now? Richie, Luke Bryan, and Katy Perry are the judges. But it's, it's fun to watch. George and I will watch this sometimes because George, you know, amuses me um, and allows me to do such things with him. <laughs> American Idol, American Idol, idolatry is a sin, mic drop. Um, so does that mean you're team survivor, buddy? Bella is team survivor. George says neither American Ninja. It's not boom. the question, George. Like, if it was ultimate reality show, yeah. American Ninja wins mm. in the now we're home. But which one would you rather be on? American Idol or Survivor? Yeah. I feel like Survivor. <laughs> I don't know. I, would, I don't think I'd do well on American Idol. I feel like I'd get nervous, and even if I could sing, it wouldn't. It wouldn't happen. I can honestly see you doing very well on Survivor. You have like you have a brain that I feel like is really? made to outlast others in capacities. I feel like I'd feel bad though, and then I'd just like end up helping. Like you're gonna get kicked off the show. Let me help you. But then that would make everyone like you, and then they would vote for you to win. Okay. So I if you want me on Survivor, 
<laughs> let let the producers know. Is Survivor still a thing? Like we've got to be on what season fifty seven of Survivor at this There's point. There's a lot. There's a lot. Like, tell me if Survivor's a thing, please. <laughs> this was just a question I made up in my brain. I don't even know if this is on the air anymore. I know that like I want to find out really quickly. Man in the Wild or whatever it is with Bear Grylls, <gasps> like that's a thing. Man versus that wild. One. Uh, man versus, yeah, it's man versus wild. Yeah. Right? I used to watch that so much. Maybe that's why I do go on Survivor. <laughs> I watched a lot of that. Okay, American Idol won this one. Let's move yep. to the next one. Yep, yep. Bum, ba-dum, bum, bum, ba-dum. Do you turn the water on before or after you get in the shower? So this is a question that came into my brain last night at midnight 30, and I looked at Kevin Buck, and I was going to ask the room of people that I was in. And I'm like, no, I'm holding this question to ask America. Is this America? A, is this a question? Yes. There's an option? Yes. Before, before. Jade says what kind of question. Rachel says before always. Um, Buddy says, what kind of psycho does it after? Mama yeah. Chris says, before. I feel like people who do it after are like, they have no consequences in their brain. Like, they have no, <laughs> no value for consequences. So, I have been both, and I now am a before. I, I'm a before person now, but up, up north, there was only a very limited amount of hot water I had in my shower. So I would get fussed at, like I'd get reprimanded if I wasted the water, like by turning it on before. So I needed to be in there and turn it on. And I had to do this at, at summer camp too. Like they, I, I don't know. George says, Abby, there's an option. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why. Like that was my... That, that was my parents' reasoning for get in there, turn it on. It's just a couple seconds. It'll wake you up, and it, uh, it did. Jade says, Barrett, I'm going to pray for you. You are living in abundance, or abundance. Hot <laughs> water be in Jesus' name. I've got it now. Yeah. I just, as yeah. a child, did not oh, as much. That's sad. Yeah. That's a sad childhood. So nobody's an after? Like, nobody's a risk taker? Like, you don't like to live on the edge and decide to just, you know... What? Nope. Did you? Oh, Buddy's just reading. <laughs> I thought Buddy was like rebuking over in the side. It, it's fine. <laughs> okay. Nobody. Uh, nope. S some people. I don't. I don't do it anymore. This was childhood, Barrett. I've grown. Okay. Next one. <laughs> <laughs> Best movie theater candy. Oh. Mm. Well, there's a most classic, but I don't know if I know. Well, like I feel like the most classic one is just M and M's. To me, I don't know what raisinets are. I don't yes, think. Yes, you do. The chocolate-covered raisins, the ones that I like. Oh, I do know what raisinets are. We had Mr. Will behind the ca camera saying raisinets, raisinets. <laughs> Buddy says wildberry skittles. Lisa says goobers. Interesting choice. Arabella says sour patch kids are. I don't 100% know what goobers are. Are they the thick chocolatey ones? They're chocolate-covered what? Chocolate-covered peanuts. I was not oh. thinking that. Chocolate-covered peanuts. Bella um, says Sour Patch Kids. I like those. Mama Chris says Snow Caps. That's an interesting one. Robert says Goobers, too. I'm shocked Whoa. right now. Whoa. Johnny says Raisinets. Uh, Jade says Cookie Dough Bites are my fave. Buddy says yeah. I used to chomp on gobstoppers until I recognized it. Probably bothered the love out of people. <laughs> Probably. You were that person. Um, Julie says only popcorn at a movie. Maybe M&M's, too. 
George says Red Twizzlers, big pack of it. And when he means the big pack, he means like the family size pack that normal for, people. For just George. For just George. Yeah. For just George. Yep. Um, Rachel says sugar babies or cookie dough bites. Sugar babies. babies. Are, uh. That was a nice little <laughs> <laughs> They're not good. Daddy likes them. Right. No. Did you hear Rachel trying to vindicate herself in the booth? Yes, they are. Yes, they are good. <laughs> um, okay, so my movie theater candy is Junior Mints. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a pretty solid staple for okay. me. Junior Mints. If they don't have Junior Mints, I'll do Raisinets. Mm. Or Peanut Butter M&M's. Those are the candy options. But I, I'm ordinarily more popcorn than candy. Well, I used to be more of like a chocolatey caramel person, so I liked Milk Duds, yes. Hey. Mr. Kevin Nowicki, he said the same thing. I liked Milk Duds, and that's all I would eat with the popcorn. But now I'm getting more into like happy, like sour Happy stuff. sour stuff. It tastes happier, so I, like sour gummy worms. I'm shocked Definitely. at how many goober fans we have right now. Like I've never, I've wondered before, like who buys the goobers? And apparently, all of you. So, the way to keep them in <laughs> really business, guys. You do. <laughs> Rolos are good. Um, George says he laughs at the serving size of those Twizzler bags. <laughs> really, if it's all in one container in George's mind, it's one serving. So, if it's one big pan of brownies, it's one brownie. It's true. So, he can eat the whole thing and the, say he just ate one brownie. This is the logic of George. Yep. Well, this has been Family Chat. You guys have such interesting candy choices. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to have to experiment when I go to the movie theaters next, you know, when the world opens up. But we're going to hop into our first official segment of the day. It's Will It Bake? Whoa, right? With the creative brain coming from <laughs> one Miriam Abigail. So is what she decided to do today, is it going to work? Let us know if you think various brownies might be good. But I don't know. It's going to be a good one. Take this time, share the broadcast, and we'll be right back. Welcome to Lunch Plus. We have an awesome broadcast for you today. Here's what's coming up. First, we have Will It Bake Right? <laughs> After Will It Bake Right, we have a time of confessions, followed by Q&A, where we answer your questions. After Q&A, we have a time in What's the Word? We got Dr. Richard Moore in the house again, mm -hmm. and we have uh, Pastor Mike here. It's going to be mm -hmm. awesome. But first, we have Will It Bake Right? <laughs> It sounds like a different language. Like, you know how different languages have different, when you say right, it's like, you know how they have like a different, different sounds? You're like, right. That's how you do it. But anyway, okay. What language sounds like that? Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Well, welcome to Will It Bake Right. I'm excited because we haven't had Bunny on. It's this been a long time. specific segment 
for a while, and I am really intrigued by how this is going to go. What did you jo say? Johnny was asking why I was wielding a banana. <laughs> um, you'll find out. Guess <laughs> what know. we're going to be muffining Guess or, or brownieing. <laughs> What I are we going to be browning? I said muffin today, too. We did muffins for so long that it's in my brain. It's Okay, it's not muffins today, guys. It's not. It is. What do you think this is? I think we already said it, but for those of you who are paying attention. In case you didn't hear us three seconds ago, we're making what do you think that is? There might be some people not paying attention. I don't know. Okay, so <laughs> these are brownies. We're making brownies today, and yep. I think it's going to be good. I don't think it's going to be bad. I genuinely yeah. think it's going to be good yeah. because we're mixing brownies and fruit. Whoa. Doesn't I'm that excited. sound normal? Yeah. Doesn't that sound semi-normal? Potentially. Well, it's like no, I'm getting a no. chocolate-covered fruit. So you have chocolate-covered strawberries, yeah. chocolate-covered chocolate and fruit. Yeah. So we got a couple of different You know what it's fruits. kind of like? It's kind of like cake. How you either like cobblers and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like yeah, a yeah. chocolate cake cobbler or sure. whatever. So Whoa! Whoa! We just exciting! reached exciting. A hundred comments. And that goes to Robert Gass! Hey! Is that, did I say your name right? I think I did, right? Did I say sure. it right? Yes. Yeah. Robert Gass, you received the gift card. Congratulations! You were the hundredth comment. I don't know how else you can pronounce <laughs> That's what his I was name. Saying. I don't know. Robert like, Gauze? <laughs> Congratulations, like Robert Gauze. I don't know. There's two S's, so I was like, maybe it's something else. I don't know. But anyway, you get the gift card. You get the gift Yay. card. Amen. Now we're going into this with the fruit this. and the brownie. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um, I think we're ready. That I need help. I don't know. I need help. All right. So we have oil mm -hmm. that I think you're supposed to pour. We do. Did you measure out the oil? Nope. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, we do. we do these. We don't right. need it. Our magic we're, oven doesn't need measurements. Exactly. You just pour in the ingredients, it's, whether right or wrong. It's like a Mary Poppins. Would you thing, like to put the egg in? Where it doesn't really make sense, but it works. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Last time we did that. Yay. Okay. Oh, we don't have water. Now I perpetually have egg on my hands. <laughs> just grab a water bottle. Quick. Oh, do you have egg I, on your I, hands? I hope it makes good lotion. <laughs> Like I'm not licking. <laughs> and stop. I think that was a perfect measure. I think it was. We've done this enough that we're like, we're great at eyeballing it. We just eyeball it. We can now eyeball it. Okay. We can eyeball baking. Yeah, that takes skill. Okay, Robert, I actually, I, like I meant guessing. to ask. I meant to ask, what do you guys think about the brownies in the fruit? Do you think it sounds good? Like a chocolate cobbler or something? Do you, oh, Mr. Will, I got a thumbs up from Mr. Will. Do you guys think that's going to be good? We're getting like various opinions, but I want to hear from you guys. Lisa yes says, or no? No way. No way. <laughs> <laughs> the fate. I Man. feel like it's normal. That's what? a stone. Well, I guess we'll find out, right? Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, Chris right. Crabtree says yes. We should start fast. pouring Mama in the Chris. fruit. Pouring in the fruit. Yeah, it's yes. good. Just <clears throat> pour it in. Figure it, it in. out. I want you to figure it out right now. Yeah. Did, did you know though? The proper way to open a banana is from the bottom. That's yes. how monkeys do it. So that's, that's how, how that's how so you're supposed to do it. Open. They're monkey professionals or banana professionals. Barrett said it depends on the fruit, but brownies are a totally different texture than cobbler. 
I don't know why I wanted to say cobbler. I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah. Yep, so, just dunk so it So we in. have bananas. We have. Figure out. Um, figure it out. <laughs> How do we? An orange. Are you going to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just plop it in there. Our magic oven does the rest. <laughs> the orange matches the background. What? Like the exact it's same true. color. Look, our whisk tried. Look. <gasps> Whoa. <laughs> Did you know a whisk could do that? I didn't. You know. Now you do. The things that fascinate us on the broadcast. And this is why Mama doesn't let Marky and I cook dinner at the house. <laughs> Ear laugh. Oh my gosh, the peeling and everything. That was weird. Okay. I just, I just, right. I wasn't paying attention. What's our third fruit? Our, it's raspberries, guys. Raspberries. Raspberries, raspberries. and brownies. They have to go together because raspberries to. and chocolate are so good together. It has to work. I need it to work. Okay. <laughs> I need it I to need work. I need it to work. I'm I want to eat these. I don't want to waste right. them. I mean, we're not wasting them, but we're you know, we're, we're baking, baking them. them. <laughs> okay, I'm taking one too. Mm -hmm. There we go. I didn't wash them. <laughs> I caught it. <laughs> and the floor caught the other seven pieces. <laughs> and the raspberries just, just, like just think, exploded. I'm, I'm sure, like from your perspective, it looked like I caught it, maybe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Arabella said the raspberries and brownies should be a good combination. Yeah, I think oh so too. Oh my gosh, it exploded. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> they're, they're picking up. We currently have two people picking On up. On the floor. I'm so thankful buddies. for y'all. The raspberry. I that didn't exploded. realize that raspberries exploded. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. guys, are we ready? I think that yep. is very mixed. That looks very, 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 very mixed. mixed. That looks good. I think we're done. I think we can okay. put it in the oven and All find right. out what right. this tastes like. We're putting so, it in the good. oven. Guys, do you have a favorite that you think is going to be the best? Which one do you think is going to be the best? The raspberry. That's my. I think that one's going to be the best. Raspberry, banana. Or oh, orange. Bear, what did you say that George eats uh, brownies with orange juice? Yeah. Okay, so apparently George eats brownies with orange juice. So like that, he thinks that orange and brownie combination is good. So we're going to find out. That's I think the sweet and sour. Oh, it's done. It's done. It's done. Brownies, brownies are done. Orange juice? Mm. Orange juice. Look at those. <laughs> oh, they look delicious. They look horrifying. Look at that. Man. We don't have pictures of it, right? No. No, we don't. Uh, okay. Um, maybe we can just walk right. really here's close the, to the here's camera. The, here's the thing. Mm, if, you, if you can see this, you probably can't. It looks like mushrooms. <laughs> it's banana. How close the banana to the camera can like I walk? The banana, the banana looks like mushrooms. Can you see that? They're outside of the lights. They're out of the lights, yeah. And the focus. It but looks, and I'm it's not, though. <laughs> it I looks, promise it's not mushrooms, guys. It's it bananas. It looks like mushrooms. So. It looks like... Yeah. All right, I'm going to have okay. to like, get my brain okay. to think. Are you ready? <laughs> We're good. <laughs> I mean, like people eat chocolate-covered bananas all the time. Yeah, chocolate-covered bananas are good. It's, well, it's the same thing. Yeah. I said people eat Okay, yeah. do you think that this is going to be okay. good? Comment, will it bake right? Comment now, yes or no. Will the banana and the brownie work? Okay, let's try it. Okay. I don't like the texture of the banana with it. <laughs> I don't like that. The banana kind of hardened a little bit. It did. Well, it's you can see tough. there's a lot of moisture with, like around the banana. <laughs> it somehow tastes like you got freeze dried. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Yeah, it, it really dried out the banana. Wow, and, apparently you can't put bananas in the oven. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. I don't know why what? I keep eating it. That's rough. Why does it do that, banana? Why do you do Come that? Come on, banana. <laughs> Come on. 
<laughs> Kevin said baked bananas. I think not. It depends on how much you like bananas. Mm. See, no, bananas are like my least favorite fruit, so yeah. I didn't like it. But I think honestly, if if you you're, like bananas, you're, it's good. Barrett said you're dehydrating it, Goober. Dehydrating <gasps> it in the oven. Oops. If it's on top. If it's yeah. on top. Is that yeah, how ovens see. work? Did you know you could freeze dry bananas apparently on top of brownies? That's, Good that's job. We did it. <laughs> we can, discovered you the can third freeze law. bananas in the oven. <laughs> is what you just said. We we discovered the third we law. We learned so much. Uh, I guess see the taste is is not bad. The taste the is not. Yeah, is, the taste is good. Is horrific. The taste is good. I don't know why I said um, horrific like that. The, the, okay, horrible. are you ready? I want to try the. I want to try the orange one. I'm just gonna um, say. Oh yeah, we need to give our thumbs up or down. What? Pastor. Down. Pastor just commented a quote, mm -hmm. a quotation mark. We just got a quotation mark. What is that? I'm sure it means. <laughs> what does that mean with the hip kids these days? <laughs> I think it's a typo. Oh. Okay. Okay. So yes or no? It doesn't work. No. 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 Nope. No. I don't think it worked either. The taste was good, not the texture. Okay. Well, let's move on to the orange because I want to try the raspberry last. Okay. okay. Yep. That doesn't okay. look like orange either. It looks like it's also it dehydrated. It looks like free, freeze dried. <laughs> freeze dried oh, orange. No, you can freeze dry stuff in the oven. It's we'll see, flat. Like, the orange went flat. It's like yeah. a flat tire. Yeah. Okay. So, are you ready? Uh, Guys, do you think the orange and the brownie is going to work? Oh, I'm more Will hopeful. says yes. I'm more hopeful. It's, it's a very fudgy brownie. <laughs> I'm sorry for the noise. Well, I think, though, all the... Because fruits have a lot of water in them. Mm -hmm. And they, like... Oh, the, is that why the it's top so half of the, the bottom half of the brownie is nice. But, like, the top half, it, like, liquefied. It's just fudgy. It's fudgy? Yeah. <laughs> Are they... I don't know. How long did you cook them? I don't know. The I don't did know. It. I don't yeah. know. The oven oh, well, we did cook it for like 15 seconds. Yeah. yeah. I understand. The magic oven It's like it. a 5,000 watt okay. oven. Lisa said no. Robert Gass said no. Eric like said if the orange is baked in it and not just on top. I, I think it was in it too. It wasn't too. It worked. It wasn't a weird texture or anything. I think it worked. It's not. Yeah, no. <laughs> what? I was gonna say it's why not the worst, and then my don't body you like did that. It. <laughs> it's not it, bad. It's a whole orange slice. It's all over. <laughs> it, yeah. Okay. Kevin said, "Please stop saying freeze dried in the oven. It's hurting my intellect." I'm now. I want you to saying it. Okay. You take a bite of the brownie, and it pulls the rest of the orange off with it, and it's just yeah. Ooh. Did it work? Yes or no? Uh, no. I think it worked. I'd, I'm going to say yes. I it think made it my body work. do a weird little thing. <laughs> I wouldn't ever eat it again. Okay. Okay, last one, guys. Last one, grand finale. Raspberries in... I started to say raspberries and bananas. Raspberries and brownies. It is going to work. It has to work. It, raspberries it? are amazing. Yes, okay. yes it Go has on. to. Do you guys think it's going to work? Yes yeah, or no? At this Will point, I'm just right? going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> The raspberries went flat too. They also disintegrated. Yeah. Maybe it fell apart. Are they in it? Are they not like I thought they were gonna be like inside of it, but I don't, I don't know. know. There there are, are some they in mine. They are in mine. Okay. 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 Kevin said raspberries will work. Mm -hmm. Robert Gass said yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Barry said I'm on board with this one. So yes, mm -hmm. Becca said yes. People are saying yes. 
Julie's, yeah, we're getting a lot of yeses for raspberries. Here's the yep. thing. I cannot taste the raspberry. I can only taste like the seeds. Keep eating it. Mm. I, I can't taste, Ooh, I can't I like taste it. the seeds. The crunch I, I of can the taste seeds, the tartness. Though. I like the it. The crunch of the seeds mm. is in there. I can taste mm. the tartness. I like it. In the air tonight. Yeah, I can't really taste them. Hold on. I like it. It works. It works it for works. me. It just tastes like a brownie to me with little crunchy. You don't bits. taste the raspberry? Um, finishing. Not at all. You must not have had a, a big piece of a raspberry. Okay, do you like it? Mm -hmm. Yes. We're getting a yep. dance from um, wow. Abby. Apparently, I need the whole thing. Apparently, she really likes it. So, <laughs> do, does does banana and brownies work? No. Does uh, brownie and, and orange work? Debatable. Uh, debatable. <laughs> does brownie and raspberry work? Yes. Yes, it Absolutely. does. Absolutely. It does work. So Absolutely. you heard it first here. I don't think I've ever heard of it before. <laughs> I, think, I think you heard it first. <laughs> uh, anyway. George. What did he do? He, he made a... He uh, put up MC. the wrong emoji. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sorry, George. That one's there. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> okay. Well, now it is time for confessions. It is uh, every nope. single day we have a powerful time of confessions to speak over your life and speak over your circumstances, and they are life-changing and awesome. So stick with us for a time of confessions. to have you here on this time with us because this time it's one of my personal favorites because we get to speak the word of God together over our lives. And the word tells us that the word always accomplishes that which it was sent to do. The word works when we work the word. And so this is a time where we are going to work the word together. Let's put up our confession of the day. Confession five, now join your faith with mine. Say this out loud with me. Confession five, we walk in the fullness of faith, hope, and love. We win souls. We love righteousness, hate sin, walk in holiness, and are anointed by God. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for anointing us. Thank you, Lord. We love you. We love you, God. We today walk in the fullness of faith. We walk in the fullness of hope. And we walk in the fullness of love. Your word tells us, Lord, that hope is a joyful, confident expectation. And right now we put that on together. 
We are in such great hope of what you're going to be doing today through this broadcast of the word that's going to be preached coming forth from Pastor Brian and uh, Dr. Richard and Pastor Mike. It's going to be such a great word. We thank you, Lord, for it. Thank you for your anointing. Thank you for breaking every yoke. Thank you for setting people free. Lord, we thank you. Give us, Lord, right now a distaste for things that do not produce life. Give us a distaste for sin. Give us a distaste for youthful lust and help us to walk in holiness. Help us to walk in righteousness. Lord, help us to be who you've called us to be. Help empower us today. Empower us right now, Lord. Every viewer that's watching this broadcast in the name of Jesus, empower them to be who they're called to be, to walk as they're called to walk, to live as they're called to live. Lord, thank you. Thank you that your mercy is good and it's new for us every single morning. Thank you for fresh mercy today. Thank you, God, for your loving kindness. Thank you for your hope. Jesus, we can hope because you live. We can hope because you reign. We can hope because you've seated us in the heavenly places with you. Lord, I speak to every viewer, let faith rise up in them now to be who they're called to be. Let them achieve the heights of God that they're called to be at. We thank you. We praise you. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. God is good. And we thank you so much for being on with us today. And right now we are going to get ready to hop over to question and answer with Pastor Brian and Buddy. But before we do, we want you to know that if you have any questions about the word of God, if you have any questions about the Bible, we want to help you get them answered. God is not a mystery. He is only, Dr. Richard said this week, God is only mysterious to those who don't know him. And we want to help connect you to the God who is more than enough, who lives and who reigns. We want to help you know God in such a deep intimacy that that's where your strength comes from. That's where your hope comes from. So if you have any questions, you can go to the What's Right Facebook page, send us a message on there. You can also go to whatsright.com and send us a message on there. Or you can put it in the comments right now. If we're unable to answer it today, we will answer it on a future episode or we'll message you privately. But we personally will reach back out to you with the answer that comes straight from the word of God. But right now we're going to hand it over to Pastor Brian and Buddy. Get ready because it's going to be an awesome time of revelation revelation and teaching. Amen. Pastor Buddy, over to you. Hey guys, welcome to Q&A. Did you see that? Look, Why? my hands glow like I'm a, 
when you when you wave them like that. <laughs> that. That's the glory. Like as I shake, I'm I'm stirring up the gift. Or that's something. what it is. Stirring that's up the power. That's, that's the glory right there. <laughs> Can't move fast. <laughs> well, guys, welcome to Q and A. This is uh, the part of the show where we answer your questions, the questions that you have about God, the yes. Bible, anything like that. We wanna we wanna see where you're at. We wanna answer your questions. And, uh, and if there's a biblical answer, we're going to give it to you. Yes, amen. So, so if, as Barrett already said, if you have any questions, send them to us. Send them to us. We want to answer your questions. Um, but we have a really good question today. Yeah. Uh, the question that we're going to be answering today is, how do I effectively study the Word? Well, that's pretty important. How do we effectively study the Word? You know, one of the things that the Word says in Timothy is, study to show yourself approved. And mm-hmm. Timothy was not somebody who, who had no knowledge. Yeah. He had knowledge about the Word, but Paul was telling him as a spiritual authority and by the Holy Spirit, yeah. study to show yourself approved. Mm-hmm. We also see, so this topic is really important. We also see in Acts, Uh, chapter 17 and verse 11, uh, talking about the Bereans. The Bereans actually would take a message. They'd sit in a service. They would take that message, and then they'd go back home and study on the scriptures to see if what they were saying was true, to find that stuff in the scripture. And the Holy Ghost said uh, by the writer Luke, he said that they were more noble because they studied those scriptures out. So studying the word is so very important. Uh, But I think one of the things, and you have the scriptures there if I don't know the exact reference, but one of the things that we need to do is understand first this. Uh, that knowledge of the Word is spiritually discerned. So we see that in Corinthians. Uh, Knowledge and study of the Word is not just a study of logic. It is by the Holy Spirit and by the anointing. Uh, So there's a scripture. What's the scripture that says you have the unction and you know uh, that word, act, that word unction actually means you have the anointing and you will know by the anointing. So in other words, one of the things that will happen is when I'm preaching under the anointing, that anointing, if you're sitting there, will impart and you will start to have comprehension of what God's talking about. And then all of a sudden that comprehension in your spirit will come into your mind. And so a lot of people, they're just trying to logically uh, go through all of these things. They're they're trying to logically uh, take apart the Bible. And what they need to do is sit under the anointing Mm. and ask the Holy Ghost, who is that anointing, ask the Holy Spirit to teach them. So what's that verse? Uh, I wasn't able to find it. Uh, So you can look it up just, you have the unction and you know. And so another scripture says that the Holy Spirit will lead you into all truth. And so whether you're at home or whether you're in uh, whether you're in a church service, and, and, and this is one thing. Some people think that that verse means the Holy, the Holy Spirit can teach me I don't need any man. Well, the Holy Spirit moves through men. Yeah. You know, he moves through men. And there are people even that are anointed to be teachers. And it, when they're anointed to be teachers, the, it's kind of the strangest thing. It's like you can read and read and read something, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden somebody who's anointed to be teacher, yeah. that anointing to teach will be there. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you'll be like, 
I see it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been looking at it, staring it in the face. Mm-hmm. What in the world? This is yeah. like, and it just opens up to you because it's by the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. in the anointing. Yeah. And so we can learn at home by ourselves. Absolutely. And we should actually, if all you're getting is in church, you're missing out. It, yeah. You know, the whole relationship with us and God is through an intimacy yeah. with the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Spirit-led intimacy is yeah. a key because Acts 17, 28 says, in Him we live and yeah. move and have our being yeah. in Him. Yeah. So, well, like... You think about it, like if you're sitting down and you're reading some somebody's like diary or like something somebody yeah. wrote, you know, yeah. that's one thing. Like you can kind of get a little piece of the picture. Yeah. But if that person's right there with you, they can like, yes. and they're like, oh, yeah, that. And they can draw stuff out. With, Absolutely. Be- because the person who wrote it is there with you. Yes. And so like when we're studying scripture, like imagine how different it it will be like to not just, yeah. well, I'm just going to read five chapters today and see what I get out of it, you yes. know, but actually... Yeah just taking time and making sure the Holy Spirit is present yes. in that, you, that's when it becomes alive and active, you know, and it begins because yes. the Holy Spirit is involved in it. Yes. Well, and we're literally, I'm going to go through a couple of points here real quick to wrap up, but yeah. we're literally covering a very large topic mm-hmm. in just a few minutes. Yeah. We, we had a class at our university here at Boomerang Church. We had a class on how to study the word. <laughs> okay. And it was so three hours uh, a night, four different nights, so 12 hours of wow. study just in that. Wow. And um, we, it, you know, and we had plenty of stuff to still go over if we wanted to. So there's yeah. a lot of stuff here, but mm-hmm. let, me, let me give you a couple of things. So number one, we, what I was telling you is knowledge and study happens properly when it's spiritually discerned. Uh, so, for example, we do not need to think that we're going to logic our way into supernatural knowledge. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Number sure. two, the Holy Ghost will teach you. But the Holy Ghost is not teaching you only uh, by yourself. That's not yeah. what that means. That means that the Holy Spirit will teach you when you're in intimacy, <coughs> intimacy with the Father yourself, when you're in a service and somebody is preaching. It's the foolishness of preaching which leads to the power of God yeah. and leads to the salvation. Mm-hmm. And that's saving us in whatever area it is that we need. Yeah. Now, the other thing that, that we can do is take some time with it. Ask the Holy Spirit when you start to study, help me to see this, Lord. I can't mm-hmm. tell you how many answers I've gotten from the Word mm-hmm. simply because I just said, Lord, Lord, help me to see that. Listen to a lot of preaching. You know, the more that you have of the word in you, the more that it starts to work together. Yeah. Um, I'm literally, I feel like now, and uh, so I, you know, as an adult, really going after God started in like 1999, but I was born again at, in 1980, but as an adult, 1999, so I'm, you know, 21 years in, I just now feel like I'm starting to get a grasp on the word a little bit, just, mm-hmm. just a little bit. Um, so that should tell us just how much we should actually uh, move into a study of the Word yeah. and, and digest it, uh, ruminate on it, meditate on it. In uh, Joshua chapter 1, verse 8 and 9, it tells us to meditate on the Word. And part of that uh, meaning there means to roll it over, keep digesting it over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you insight into that. Yeah. But then also there's a tool 
Um, you can, a concordance is something that will show you the original Greek or Hebrew word yeah. and show you the meaning of that uh, because the translation in the English is not the original, although God protects it. Mm -hmm. You can get a lot of stuff out of that. And, yeah. um, but listen, don't try to go after just knowledge for itself. Go yeah. out, here's the key to study. Go after God mm -hmm. and, and yeah. seek Him and you'll find everything that you need in Him. And mm -hmm. so I would definitely start in today's environment. Start in the New Testament. Start like in the Gospel of John. Read the Gospel of John and Acts. Mm -hmm. uh, read those like three times before you read anything else. Gospel mm -hmm. of John, Acts. Gospel of John, Acts. <laughs> Gospel of John, Acts. And then go back and start at Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Read through the New Testament mm -hmm. and um, and ask questions. That's another major thing. I had a situation I'll share with you real quick, and then we're going to jump into what's the word. Um, I had a situation where I was reading the word, and this is after I've been walking with the Lord for quite mm -hmm. some time, and I felt like I had found a revelation, right? Mm -hmm. And praise God for humility, mm -hmm. and, and the Lord's prompting for humility, yeah. right? Because I thought I'd grasp something. And uh, I took it to my pastor at the prompting of the Lord, but I'm also submitted to him. Yeah. I said, hey, pastor, what do you think about this revelation? He listened to me for about two minutes. He asked me one question. Remember when you're studying the word, the word is the standard. And it's not just one verse or a couple of verses that can be taken out of context. It's the full counsel of the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. Let the word interpret itself across that. I had missed a, a step in there. And praise God for a pastor who helped to confirm or not confirm what I was thinking. In two minutes, he asked me one question. Well, what about this verse? And that one verse that I had not thought of blew it all apart. And had I not been submitted, I would have been responsible for yeah. teaching a false doctrine yeah. and getting people in trouble uh, for that false doctrine. And it would have been on my shoulders. Yeah. So humble yourself mm -hmm. to spiritual leaders, yeah. uh, you know, pastors. Humble yourself and ask questions. They're yeah. not there to control you, but they are there as a confirmation to what God's leading mm -hmm. you to. They're not your Lord, yeah. but they help you make sure that, that there's no um, nothing that will lead you off the path. And yeah. so that's a that's what I would say on Stay in the Word. That's good. And that's also why we have a Q&A segment. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's right. So that we can stay clear. So yeah. amen. 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 Hallelujah. Well, guys, thank you for joining us for Q&A. Again, if you have any questions, if as pastor's been, you know, sharing right now, you know, and you're like, you know what, there's some things that I might need to ask, you know, there's some questions that I have when I study the word that I should probably bring to a spiritual leader or yeah. especially not just a spiritual leader, but an, an anointed leader, you yeah. know, um, and ask that. And I want to add one more thing before we switch over. So, okay. Uh, you know, uh, make sure, you know, like if you have those questions, make sure you reach out to us, send us a message on Facebook, uh, go to what's right.com and send us a message. Mom, see, mom just said my favorite segment. You know, this, <laughs> Amen. Like, uh, you know, these are, uh, these are great opportunities for you because here's the thing, the questions you have, someone else watching probably yeah, already right. has too. That's exactly right. Um, and, and so when you ask questions, it gives us all an opportunity to grow. Well, and listen to this. This is one of the most important things that I ever recognize. Um, if it's God today, mm -hmm. it will be God tomorrow. Yeah. Okay? So I don't have to be concerned about God changing or me missing things. Mm -hmm. I just have to go after God. So yeah. I want you to see one last thing on studying the Word because a lot of people are, they literally are messed up for a lot of their life because of this element. 
if you look at the timeline of your life, okay, and here's where you start out in Christianity heading towards today, many times the doctrine that people live by is established in those first few years of their spiritual life. Many times that's where those doctrines come from is those first few years of their spiritual life. Yeah. The problem is that's also where they are the most spiritually immature. Yeah. And so those doctrines that many people hold so dear, those spiritual sacred cows, right? Mm -hmm. um, be willing to sacrifice your pet doctrine on the altar of the word. Let yeah. the fire of God purge it mm -hmm. um, because yeah. you may find out that something that you've held on to so tight, the more you get into the word and mature and you get around people who are growing, you may find out that was never God in the first place. Yeah. And if it is God, it will pass the test of yeah. the full counsel of the word. Yeah. It will survive the fire of God. So mm -hmm. put that put that yeah. pet doctrine yeah. on the altar. Don't be afraid of doing that. That's not you dishonoring it. That's you proving the word out that you know that you know so that you can stand in confidence and the word can work for you. Amen. Amen. What's the word coming up next? Yeah. Dr. <laughs> Richard, Pastor Mike. Are y'all ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> hey, right now, start typing in the comments. Who's online? Who's watching? Where are you watching from? And we're getting ready. As you're doing that, we're going to transition to what's the word. I'm excited for it. It's going to be great. See you in just a second. How are you? Welcome to What's the Word? Amen. amen. The Word is God is good. Oh, amen. Glory to God. I'm so glad to have you guys. So good to be here, buddy. Your blues almost match we, there. We, That's we, amazing. We blue. I got Kentucky blue, though. <laughs> it is true. It is true. <laughs> You're so ready for this, aren't you, Pastor Mike? No. <laughs> He, he just found out. He said, I said, you're going to be on the broadcast today. He said, I am. I said, Richard said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Richard's fault. <laughs> we have today, uh, again, Dr. Richard Moore. So glad to have you here today. You too, buddy. Love and you, dear. Pastor Mike Gates. Yes, so glad we, we got to meet this week. And I'm really excited just to see you. Uh, what you guys have and what the Lord wants to bring through you today. And so we welcome you to What's the Word. And uh, right now, if you haven't done it, put it in the comments where you're watching from. I saw uh, somebody say, yep, uh, Robert said from Rayford, Johnny's from High Rock Lake, Dixie's from Albemarle, Lisa's watching from here at Boomerang, Priscilla's in the office. Robert said he is born ready and hungry for this session. Amen. Glory to God. And uh, hallelujah. Miss Chris says, hello from Cumberland, Maryland. And uh, Joni says, watching from New York. 
We just welcome everybody. Hey, if you haven't done it yet, share the broadcast uh, because what's going to happen today, I just have a sense of what's going to happen. It's going to be awesome. Uh, my wife says, Pastor Mike is wonderful. Excited uh, to hear from all three of these mighty men of God. Brittany and Rayford, uh, Kevin Buck from the sound booth. <laughs> hey, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> Caleb, Victoria and Caleb are watching from Reedfield. It was so good to see you guys. Yes, we love, we love you. you. And uh, man, what a week did we have. Amazing, Woo. amazing week. Are you glad you drove down? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> he was talking know. about while you were driving the other day, he said, I got a pastor who's hungry for the things of God. He's driving five hours to be here. You drove five hours. You're heading home, I guess, today. And, and uh, was it worth the drive? Yes, sir. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely worth the drive. Awesome church. Amen. Always awesome to be with Richard. Amen. You know, this, I've been with him many times, but every time it's like it's fresh. Yes. Brand new. Brand Hallelujah. new. And I needed the filling badly. That's awesome. Badly, and I am filled. Well, praise not, God. Not totally, but you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. It was awesome for me. God awesome. is so good. Yeah, he is so, so good. So good. Yeah, thank you for just bringing uh, the gifting that God's given to you to our church and to our people. And yeah. I love looking at the faces of our congregation and just seeing the joy of the Lord and the filling. You know, you can see as a pastor, and it's like, man, they're getting a touch from God right now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the Lord did that through you. And I just appreciate you being obedient to him, and I praise him for you. And uh, so we're so glad to have you. Did you enjoy it? I, man, I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed it. Amen. But you know what? Hey, listen, but here's what I have found, though. I mean, as, as the head of the church here, the boomerang in the organization, you, uh, you've created the atmosphere. Amen. Amen. I yes. mean, leaders have to create the atmosphere for the move of God. Yeah. And they got to create the hunger in the people. Yeah. You know, I tell people, I, I tell ministers all the time, look, I said, look, if you want your church to be a praying church, they got to see you praying. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and not going through the ritual, I mean, a heartfelt prayer. Yeah. If, they, yeah. if you want your church to be a giving church, if you want it to be a praying church, if you want it to be a hungry church for God, yeah. they got to see leadership. Yes, that's right. And so you've created that atmosphere. And, and, and if I can just, if I could just put you in a little jar <laughs> <laughs> and screw you up and everywhere, everywhere I go, I just carry you around and open you up and <laughs> make it a whole lot easier. Cause you know, yeah. you know, we've been, you know, we've done almost 10,000 revivals and not everywhere, but I'd say the majority of places, it yeah. takes time to break it open. Yeah. You have to work to break it you open. You have to work to yeah. break it open. There's nothing to break open here. Yeah. You've done Amen. run all the religious people out. <laughs> well, that, you know, when you do that, you enter into unity and yeah. God commands the blessing. Mm -hmm. And we're yeah. watching the blessing be opened. And, but I've had to do that same thing when I go to places I find is my job generally the first night or two is to break it loose, to, right. to crack that shell so that the seed of the word can really get in there. And right. It takes work. It and does. you have to know what you're doing and have help from the Lord to do it. Oh, so, yeah. No, totally. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. You got to have the want to. Yeah, yeah. And if you can do it in one service, that's impressive. A lot yeah. of times it takes, because they're, they've been going in such a, a direction for so long, sometimes it takes, sometimes you can't. You yeah. know, even Jesus, when he went to Nazareth, right. he, couldn't, he couldn't really crack it open the way God wanted right. to crack it open. In his own hometown. In his own, and he was Jesus. Yeah, and he was. Yeah, it shows the power of the yeah. expectation in people. Now, I found in the revivals, especially when we were getting to three, four, five, six, seven weeks, 
it'd take two to three weeks before it even mm. opened. I remember, I remember back in the days of the Voice of Healing, I, I remember Dr. Kenneth e. Hagan, I remember he used to say, because he'd do two meetings a day, yeah. he used to say he would never accept a meeting under three weeks because it would yeah. take him three weeks to yeah. break open. Yeah. I've heard that, wow. yeah. That, I think that there's something lost. And you know, today everybody's having like two or three day meetings. And I'm thinking, you can't even get there, no. you know. Even with an atmosphere prepared here and this in this week and you being experienced and bringing something of the anointing and the power of God, even with that happening, um, you know, the first morning we kind of were ramping up yeah, and yeah. We, we hit some places, definitely the first service. But you could tell as it went, it just continued yeah. to grow and uh, got better and better. Mm -hmm. And it takes a few days for people to get in the flow, yeah. even if they're used to it. Oh, yeah. yeah, it takes them. Yeah. Because it is, in, as we say in Kentucky, it does get gooder and gooder. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Oh, yeah. And, and, but the, also the people. I mean, they, they, you know, God comes where he's wanted. Yeah, that's right. Amen. That's yeah. right. And so we have to create that atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I have um, guys right now, I think we're getting ready to get into something that you're going to find very, very beneficial. And uh, if you haven't shared the broadcast, share it. If you've already shared it, don't share it two or three times. But, um, you know, pay attention now. Stop, stop what you're doing. Uh, Richard's about to ruin the plans of the enemy in Jesus' name. <laughs> <laughs> <And>, uh, <laughs> I, I yeah. borrowed well, some lyrics from a song, maybe. In the <laughs> um, but, I like it, though. Yeah, we're, gonna, we're getting ready to step in and talk about I believe the fire of God, and um, so I'm, I'm just going to hand it to you, and I'm, I'm going to try and be quiet. <laughs> yeah, I can feel it myself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Jesus, wow. I worship you, Lord. Well, here's the what the Bible says. <laughs> the Bible says that uh, in, in Matthew, Matthew chapter three. You did this to me. <laughs> Whew. Might have done it on purpose. <laughs> the Bible says that uh, when he comes, <laughs> he, he will baptize you in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> He'll baptize you in the Holy Ghost and fire. Yeah. Mm. And uh, that's something I never had. You know, I had, I had the word. You know, I had the word. Yeah. I... Um, and, and thank God for the word. And I, and I don't say that meaning it's, you know, we put it to the side now. No, the, the word's the foundation for everything. And uh, <clears throat> I just got so hungry for God. <laughs> okay. Did you share the broadcast? I did. You did? I did. Yeah, yeah. Before we got going, yeah. I, I figured you might have some friends that want to see it. I did. So, um, I, I got so hungry for God, and um, I cried out to the Lord. <laughs> Pastor Mike's not you, even looking over you, here. He's like, I'm just going to look straight at the floor. You know, let me, let, <laughs> let, let me just say this. this. This started happening, what's happening right now, oh. what's, in this, what's in this church, the studio here. I, um, <coughs> this started happening in, um, in January of 1990, mm. and... Um, it all happened because I got so hungry and I got so thirsty for God because, Pastor, I was, you know, the first five years of my ministry, I'd go around having miracle crusades, preaching sermons on miracles. 
but I never had any miracles. <laughs> and uh, so how, out of miracle ministry with no miracles. <laughs> and uh, I think what was worse than having a miracle ministry with no miracles, it took me five years to realize there was a problem. <laughs> Oops. And, uh, and so I, uh, I said... I said, um, I said to the Lord, I said, you know, I don't really want to do this because I wasn't upset at all at the Lord. I mean, there's no reason. I don't really, I don't even, I don't understand people that come and say they're just a little upset with the Lord. Well, that's, that's to me, that's the height of stupidity. Mm -hmm. he's, he's your answer. He's not the problem. And, um, and so um, I wasn't angry at the Lord. I just felt, I, I, I just, I wasn't having any miracles and nothing was happening. Because, yeah. you know, going into Bible school, especially the school I went to, yeah. I mean, you're so charged up and pumped yeah. up. I mean, you, you, you go out there and, man, you, you're ready for the blind eyes to open, for the lame to walk, for the dead to be raised, yeah. you know. And, and then and I'm going in, in the, I go into a congregation, and, I mean, the only miracle we ever had was people would come back next night, I guess, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's, <laughs> that's it. And, um, <laughs> and so I, um, I said, Lord, I don't want to do this. And I actually said to the Lord, because, because you know my background, you know, growing up in a racing family, I wanted to go. I said, Lord, let's, let me go fulfill my childhood dream and drive race cars, you know. And, um, and the Lord said, I've called you. And so I said, Lord, you've got to do something in me. And so I, I just went on a search, and I began to cry out to him. And we don't have time to go into everything. Yeah. I mean, but all I can just tell you is I, I, I went on a search. And, um, and I found him. And, um, and obviously a part of that was, you know, I started to travel with Dr. Rodney Howard Brown. He's my dear friend and my pastor. And, uh, and so, uh, but that's, that's, when the fire, that's when the fire got hit. Yeah. And, uh, and so ever since that day, January of 1990, in upstate Pennsylvania, Apollo, Pennsylvania, where revival's broken out. I mean, like we've had here last night, that, that's, that's common. You yeah. know, I'm like, you know, Smith, I'm like, uh, not Smith of Wigglesworth, but um, Charles Finney. You know, Charles Finney, you know, he, he was so used to God moving, his prayer got to be, when he would pray, his prayer would be, Lord, are you not going to move today? I mean, he was so used to God moving. And so that's really how it is with me. I don't even, yeah. I don't even have the thought that God won't move. Yeah, man, yeah. I, that's not even, it's not even in me. Because right. I know that I know that I know that he'll move. Yeah. And, um, and so, so, that, so what we've been happening this week is, is a result of what happened in January of 1990. Yeah. And, I mean, the miracles that, I mean, it's just numerous to tell all that God has done. And, um, but, you know, here's the thing I found about, you know, about the fire, about the anointing of God. The anointing of God will go where the, the knife of man would never go. And there's, there's, a lot, there's, yeah. a, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of hurt. And, and that's one reason. We have Pastor Mike here from Kilmarnock, Virginia. You know, he had a lot of hurt in his life. And, you know, and his daughter was born handicapped. And, um, you know, he, he had religion, you know. He was, he was, he was a, you say, I mean, I, I said, when I'm not, when I say he was a drunk, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just saying what he, he says he was. And he's always in, fight, in fights, but um, something happened. Something <laughs> happened to him, and, and, and the fire of God hit him. And, and just, just, share about, just share about your daughter and what happened, and just, just share a little bit about what happened, how, 
you know, a little bit of, you know, the okay. days that led up to it, and, yeah. and then the fire of God, how it came. Well, I had a, a daughter, Charlotte, she was born hydrocephalic, which is water on the brain, <clears throat> and it's, it was an extremely tough birth for my wife, and, and I was in there, and it was, it was eye-opening, and, uh, but she went through years and years of seizures and um, hospital trips to the hospital it's so numerous it just and uh we just had no hope in our lives none at all we were just broken totally broken and and i was a successful builder but that that means nothing hmm. you know fi finances mean nothing when you look at your child suffering and so i started crying out to god and said you know god if you're real then i need to know yeah because i'm no there's no plane anymore and i was so broken that, um, you know, it was hard to exist, honestly. And to be strong for my wife and my other daughter was, was uh, very tough. And so I pursued God and pursued God. And, and uh, I actually was at a, a revival in, uh, in uh, Richmond, Virginia, at Faith Landmark. And uh, Pastor uh, Brother Rodney Howard Brown was there. And I was in the, in the meeting and... and uh, just praising God, and this is pretty new to me. And uh, all of a sudden, it felt like lightning hit me and, <laughs> I mean, and burned my hair off. Now, <laughs> that's that great, was already that's gone. That's a great story. <laughs> you should stick with the other. Yeah, no. <laughs> we want to hear about story. that one. <laughs> but, but there is, uh, it felt like lightning come upon me, and I just remember just shaking uncontrollably and. And the next thing I know, they were carrying me up to the front. And my, my pastor at that time, Wes Geiger, who had introduced me to the, to the Holy Spirit, um, and actually that told me to come to the meetings and I, with my wife. And, and, uh, but it, they took me home, and, and uh, the glory of God stayed on me. And I'd, I'd stayed uh, basically in the Spirit for two and a half days. And... Uh, the, the only way I can describe it to you is, is a whew. precept and example. Whew. Somebody See, says, it's happening right now again. It's okay. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's just so wonderful because it just. I had just a broken heart from, from childhood. My father was a loving father, but he beat me. And it just confused me my whole life. And, and, and God just that night went in and, and took the, gave me a new heart. And um, it just so changed me. And it, it's been tw 24 years now, and it it's just continues. It never <clears throat> stops. It never yeah. gets old. It's just so fresh and it's eternal. And my daughter, Charlotte, went through some problems for years, but she's doing wonderfully now. She oh, hasn't been in the hospital for five years, and she's 30 years old. Praise she God. She wasn't supposed to make it a day, three days, three weeks. You know, and I have a phenomenal wife that's a nurse that takes care of her, but she's a, such a blessing, such yeah. a blessing. And my other daughter's a, a singer, you know, Christian singer. And so it's just... Uh, but it was the glory and the love of Jesus Christ that totally changed me. And I'll be honest with you, I was cynical as could be. I was so cynical. And um, 
it just, it's like now. I can feel the love of God in me, and it's hard to even express it. <laughs> and and yeah. that's what he does. Yeah. And that's what he does to people. And it changes you, and you realize that there's so much more. Yeah. You know, so much more. And, and if God can take the hurt, to give me a new heart, he can give anybody a new heart. Yes. <clears throat> and he's still working on me. Yes. He's, he's still got a long way to go, but uh, you have to yield to him. Yeah. Obviously. And, you know, and that's, then I met Richard, and, and then it was, what a mess that was. <laughs> but he's been a very, very good friend and in times of trouble and in times of, uh, you know, heartache and stuff, Richard's always been there. Yeah. Always there. He's always there. He's a tremendous friend. It's like yeah. the man said last night, if you can count, or, uh, Dennis said, if you can count five men, on, and that's my father said the same thing. Yeah. And it's the truth. Yeah. It's the truth. But, uh. But now you got you got, now you have the church. We have a church. And then you're going tell just tell about a couple of the testimonies about the fire of God falling in the jail, and how the and what the sheriff yeah. only wants you to come now. Well, the sheriff the sheriff basically, um, through this COVID nineteen thing, I was able to talk to him, and, and he, you know, said that, that you were essential, and and because uh, we have men from the prison and, and out of the jail. And they're, and they're good guys. They yeah. made some mistakes, but yeah. they need, and, and the, the neat thing about it is you, you can't, you can't, uh, these men know whether you're real or not. Yeah. And when they feel the tangible presence of God come on them. Yeah. Then that's it. Yeah. Because talk, the kingdom of God is not of talk, it is of power. Yeah. But all they've heard is talk, 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 talk. And it hasn't changed them. And when they feel that glory upon them, and the Lord yeah. goes into their heart, just like he's going into my heart and your heart and yeah. your heart and everybody else's. And he changes us, and he loves us so much. It's, it's amazing. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's, uh, it changes these men. And that's what we, that's what we need. That's yeah. what we need. That's what the penal system needs is the glory of God. We have a lot of pastors that go, but you've got to carry the fire of heaven with you. You know, it, it cannot be cognitive. That's right. Cognitive does not work. Yeah. It doesn't work. And man keeps trying to push himself with cognitive theories. And you, you know what? I, I don't want to get cynical about it, but I know for myself it never helped me. Yeah. And I've ministered to thousands of men now. And, yeah. and that's never helped them. And, and it's the love of Jesus loving on them and let the power of God change them. Yeah. And God is so great at what he does. But man wants to just... You know, help out too much. Yeah, you know. yeah. No, it, it's it's awesome. I mean, people. You know, if I, I say this all the time, if people could just see Jesus, yes. if the world could just see Jesus as He really is, they'd yeah, run right. to Him. Yeah. They would. Yeah, they would. They would run to Him. And unfortunately, we've been given a religious Jesus. Yeah. we've preached a gospel with no power. Yeah, right. because it, it is talk. It's from the head. Right. But right. the true gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, it, you know, that's why Paul said, woe unto me if I don't preach it. Yeah. You know, it, it is, it, it will change lives. Yeah. It's, it's just so amazing to be in the midst of the jail and just to be preaching the word. And, and, and I never prepare. I mean, I'm reading the word all the time like you are. Yeah. But all of a sudden you're speaking and next thing you know, a man's over there shaking and crying. Yeah. And the other 
that prison, would never prison. do that. He would never do that in the flesh. No, no, no. these men, no, 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 never, never show any emotions. Yeah, never. But they're crying and shaking. Yeah. And the rest of them are looking at him, going, "Wow, I know that guy. He's a tough individual." Yeah. Look at him. And it's, uh, I mean, I get, I get letters all the time yeah. from the prisons, and I always write them back. You know, yeah. sometimes it's hard to to follow them because they get pushed around all over the place. Yeah. But uh, thanking me, and I said, "No, let's thank the Holy Spirit." Yeah. But they're changed men. Yeah. They're changed, and many of them go on to have wonderful lives. <laughs> wonderful <laughs> lives. We've seen men that uh, had post-traumatic stress syndrome coming from Iraq and Afghanistan. They wouldn't even come out of their cells. And they finally, I finally got to meet with them. And it's all, and when I say this, it's all the glory of God. Every bit of it. I'm just the messenger. Yeah. And, and boom, the power of God and the love of Jesus Christ. No post-traumatic yeah. stress syndrome. They're set free. Yeah. They're set free. Yeah. And it's just um, so wonderful to see them light up. Because I remember the day I lit up. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's just. That's the church. Yes. That's the church. Yeah. That's the church. That's what happens when you get baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire. That's the church. Yeah. We see people here at the church all the time. They'll come up for prayer. And, um, you know, I, I'm thinking specifically of somebody that was here this week that's still fairly new to the church. But, you know, a couple comes up for prayer and... Uh, They've never felt the fire of God. They've never felt the power and the love of God. Not like this. Right. And they come up and they start, the, the power of God touches them. They start shaking and, and they're like, what is going on? What is, you know, and that's what's going on in their head when we talk to them later. But they're like, and, and I'll ask them many times, I'll say, uh, let me ask you, can I do what's happening right. to you? There's no way for me to do that. Right. So who's touching you? Man. It's the Lord. You came and asked the Lord for his love. And, and they're sitting there and they realize that this is God touching my life. He's, he's helping me with something. What? How? I don't know. Right. But he, that, and we know the anointing starts breaking the yoke off Amen. of their life right there. Amen. It starts setting things straight in their head. It starts fixing things in their body. And, and all of a sudden they come up like some of the stories you told this week. And they're different. They're changed. Yeah. And that peace that comes on. Yes, that yeah. Peace is... They walk out smiling. Yeah. Like, oh, in, in, yeah. in the midst of anything, you yeah. just go, wow, how can I be laughing at this? Yes. <laughs> when two years ago, I would have beat that guy up. Yes, <laughs> He would have yes. beat me up, and I'm yeah. laughing about it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It's, uh, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm, I've got... It's, you know, the, uh, uh, I know a, uh, a statement's going through my heart right now, you know, I forget who said it, but one of actually um, one of the old timers said he made the statement. He said, "The man with the experience yeah. is never at the mercy of the man with the argument." Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Somebody put that in the comments because I'm going to go back and, and get that later. <laughs> on. The man with the experience. The experience is never at the mercy of the man with the argument. Yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. And so you know, it's 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 it's. <clears throat> Hallelujah. I tell you. We had a question just come across. And I think it goes to what word the Lord's leading you. Uh, It says this. How have you gentlemen learned to yield to the fire? 
have we learned to yield? Well, you know, yielding is, it's, it's, first off, it's a choice. And um, you know what, I'm, and uh, you got to want it. But you know what, you, you, you have, yielding is, is, because the Spirit of God moves. When He comes on you, yield. Like here's an example. Like oftentimes in the meetings, I'll see people sitting here like this. Right. No. Right. No, you got to yield. Now, this is not yielding. Yes. <laughs> Here's yielding. Yeah. <laughs> That's yielding. You letting know, let it flow out. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I see people, you know, I see people in the chairs, you know, they're, they're sitting here doing yeah. like this. <laughs> they they want to get up and run. Well, yeah. yield. Yeah. Take off. Yeah. You know, are they dancing in their seat? No, jump up and take off. You, yeah. you, you got to yield. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you, you know when the Spirit of God, I mean, I cannot tell you how many times the Spirit of God move and, and and, and people fight laughing. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, you got to yield to that. Yeah. And the reality is what it is. It's 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 the anointing, obviously. Yeah. But it's the river that's bubbling up, and, and, and that's what people have done. They've they have yearned, they have learned to squilch the yeah the the river on the inside. Yeah. But you just got to let it flow. And I'll I'll tell you something right now. Sometimes you have to um, step out in faith. Yes. You know, because we're faith people. I mean, sometimes you you know you feel like, man, I don't have no joy. Well, here's the reality: it's there. That river's on the inside. So sometimes you might just, Father, I just in faith right now. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Ha ha ha. <laughs> you know, and then start out in faith, and you do yeah. that long enough, you eventually hook up. Yeah. I, I have a, a pastor, a friend of mine, that was he um, uh, he went through what I went through. Uh, and I guess because he experienced it before, you know, because with that kidney stone, and, uh, and I guess he had a number of them, and this time he, just, he decided he wasn't going to the doctor, he wasn't going to the hospital. So he, you know what he did? He went, he went, locked his bathroom door, got in the tub, and said, and said, I, I'm, I'm going to yield to the, to the joy of the Holy Ghost, and because it's my strength and it's my medicine. And he got there and he said, Father, he laid, he laid in the tub and he said, Father, and he didn't know water, just, just drank. And he, he says, Father, I, I yield to the, ah, I start screaming, the Holy, the Holy Ghost right now. But it was so painful. Yeah. And he, he would go, ah, ha, 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 I yield to the Holy Ghost. Ha, 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 ah, I scream. <laughs> but he, and he did that for, I don't know, I think it was like 45 minutes to an hour. Think about that pain. I experienced that pain. I know what yeah. it's like. But by faith, he was hooking up yes. to yes. the river on the inside. Yeah. And so he would, that's why he said, by faith, I went, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> but you know what? After about 45 minutes, he said, I hit that gusher. And he yeah. said, the pain went. Yeah. And, and, but that's, that's, that's the key, because that's why the Bible says, out of our belly shall flow rivers. Yeah. So sometimes you have to start off in faith. Yeah, that's right. For, for me... I remember the hurt and the hopelessness that I had. Right. And I've never forgotten that. And I asked the Holy Spirit to always keep that fresh in my heart. Yeah. And then when I read um, in Revelation where Jesus says, you are poor, pitiful, naked, and blind, I realized that was me. Yeah. And I still am today. Yeah. So I, I just yield that way. Yeah. And I just, I need, I need your help. Yeah. 
I, I haven't achieved anything. I, I just need your help all the time. Yeah. And to, to live the life, you know. And that's and, how I yield it. Yeah. You know, and once you hit that gusher, once you yield once, yeah. it just gets easier and easier. It does. And it really does. Yeah. 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 Um, I have what you just said is important to me, uh, Pastor Mike. And I see Pastor Randy Hooper. Hello, Kevin Chamberless. Alessia from Italy, good to see y'all. We're talking about yielding and how do you yield. And um, <laughs> I, I just looked across everybody who's here. We got people in the in the audience today. Everybody's like on the edge of their seat. <laughs> Everybody's listening. That's a there. cool thing to see. Yeah, I, yeah. I haven't always seen that in my ministry. <laughs> <laughs> They're hungry. They're always, hungry. No, they are. They are. I, um, you said something, uh, Pastor Mike. You said... You know, I need you. And the Lord gave me a statement, four statements a while back, and it is, Lord, I need you, I want you. By faith, I have you, and I thank you. Mm. And um, if I don't recognize my, you know, I can't do anything without him. You know, if every good and perfect gift comes from him, then if you take away all those good and perfect gifts, without him, I got nothing. Wow. I got nothing. I mean, I only I don't even have life. I don't have breath. I got nothing. You know, I need you to do what we're called to do and to be who we're called to be. Amen. And to and to see him and to function with him and even be in intimacy with him just all by myself. Right. I need you. Um I I've got to have you. Amen. You know, I need you, but then I need to transfer that to I want you. Mm -hmm. You know, in other words, I don't just recognize my need for you. I want you. Right. I need you. I want you. Um, I, it's a hunger for him. It's a, and that's my job to put, to go from the revelation that I need you to move to the revelation that, and the, uh, purposed action that I want you, you know, I hunger for you. Um, but then, you know, three, and by faith I have you, and that goes to what you just said, is you know, I'm not just sitting here. No, by faith you told me that you would give yourself to yeah, me. Yeah. And by faith I believe that and I have you. And I know in, in my ministry it, things really changed when I just believed, like 2 Corinthians chapter 3 says, that I was an adequate minister. Mm -hmm. um, that When I got a hold of that, I was like, no, I'm bringing something, not because of me, but because of Jesus with me. Mm -hmm. And uh, by faith, and I walked out differently. Uh -huh. When I went to go preach, I preached differently. Like, no, I'm bringing something, not because of Brian, but because of Jesus, because of the Holy Ghost, because of a loving Father. Mm -hmm. I'm bringing Him because His Word tells me that He's going to do it. So by faith, I'd lay hands on, all of a sudden it just started exploding, you know, things happening. So I... I I need you, I want you, yeah. I have you, and then always, Lord, I thank you, I thank you, I yeah. thank you, I thank you. And, yeah. um, in yielding, I think that's really important. In you know, I have a I have a testimony of when the fire of God touched me, and um, and I I shook for three days, and any time I would think about the Holy Ghost for the next two weeks, I would shake. I mean, my whole body would shake. Uh, for t next two months, anytime I prayed in the Holy Spirit or the Holy Spirit would move, I'd shake again. And um, I didn't even know what had happened to me. There was nobody around me that could tell me 
any details about right. the fire of God, which is how I ended up meeting you guys, is mm -hmm. because I was on a search right. for somebody that was living this word right. the way that the Holy Spirit was writing it in my heart that I couldn't I couldn't fill in all the blanks of I'm studying the word I'm going after him but I had nobody that was modeling it around me and uh, I needed to find those men the Lord had me but in the process I learned a lot you know <laughs> and uh, school of the spirit yeah yeah and um, but I I remember when I there's such in yielding this was an important lesson for me because I had at this point I, I recognized my need for God, like what I was saying. I recognized the need for God. And um, so I was like, okay, I can't do this without you. I've, and I've got to have you. And I do want you, you know. And uh, so I was going after him. And if there was a Holy Ghost meeting within driving distance, I was there. You know, mm -hmm. I'd spend my last dollar to right. get to a meeting that had some life in it, you know. Right. And... Um, so there was this one, and it was about an hour away, and I had just enough money to basically get there and get home and to give a $7 offering. And uh, that was it. That was all the money we had in the bank, you know. And um, while I'm there, I gave that money. In the next meeting, I didn't have any money left to give, and um, I was looking for anything. And the Lord said, reach in your pocket. I was like, all right, I've already searched my pockets. I reached back in in obedience, and there's a penny. And, uh, whoo, man, <laughs> oh, the Lord provides. And I gave the biggest offering I'd ever give because that, that meant that was the everything we had to our name. And the Lord provided seed because my heart purposed. Yeah. And I'd already checked my pockets. It wasn't there, right. you know. All of a sudden it is, you know. Right. And um, I'm in the meeting. The guy's talking about the heart of God and the mind of Christ. And uh, do you want to receive that? I said, yes, I do. I still had religion. I was hungry, but I still had religion in me. And um, I won't tell you the whole, the whole story because I'm not supposed to right here. But it, it goes on. I had a vision and everything. And, but what happened was he called everybody up, and there was a bunch of people there, and there was at least like six rows of you know, 25 or 50 across in front of me. So I'm, I'm pretty far back, and I'm watching all these people. And he's laying hands on them, and every one of them's falling out. Boom, 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 boom. And I'm getting like offended, you know. I'm sitting there <laughs> wanting, I'm like, Lord, and I literally talked to the Lord, and I was like, Lord, how, why are you honoring this? I know that not all of those people are feeling the power of God. I know that's not true. And he was so gentle with me. God's so good. It was, God. How many times he should have just zapped us, you know, like, you little prideful punk, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, this is, I, I'm look back and I'm embarrassed to tell it, but I think it helps people, but I was like, how, <laughs> I know, you know, because I, because I knew the way he's supposed to move, right, right, right like right. I'm, I'm the authority there, like yeah. I know something. Because you flow in that and have that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, oh, yeah. you're right. I mean, just hear the Father's love in this. He goes, yeah. you're right. Not all of them are feeling the power of God. He just acknowledged that peace. But then he completely, like, ignored what I said. And he said, but, he said, for some of them. In other words, he went straight to what was worthy of praise. Mm -hmm. Right. And he said, but, for some of them, their falling back is how they submit themselves to me in faith. 
That's how they submit. And I went, and I was always, I wanted to be a person of honor and humility and things like that. I said, well, I want to, I want to honor you. And he said, then fall. (laughs) And I went, okay. And so now I'm breaking all my little sacred cow religious rituals, you know. And so the minister comes and he comes by and he's laying hands on everybody. And then still, you know, 200, 300 people, they're all like, boom, 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 boom. And I'm sitting there, even after I had this conversation, I'm sitting there going, I don't understand it. You know, because I'm thinking, I, my thoughts were, and this is where what you were saying about the logic is not important. Yeah. My thoughts were, I don't want to be a hypocrite yeah. and act like I'm falling out and be a fake. But that's how the devil tricks people into not submitting. Right. And exactly. he tricks them into not being in expectation. Right. So he'll get them up there. And, uh, and I used to do this, and Pastor Rodney really helped me with this, not directly, but just watching a minister is, I'd try to like stand there and get all the goody, like, like resist the power of God as much as I could and, and not realize I'm, I'm not yielding. I'm actually <laughs> resisting the power, you know. And um, so now I'm, my thoughts are, you know, okay, I'm expecting a supernatural huge God full of power and love to touch me, or else I shouldn't even be up here. What's hypocritical is coming up to the altar and not expecting anything. Right. That's, right. that's hypocritical. That's hypocritical. And so then I get a, I'm expecting him to touch me. And, and do you really think that I'm going to be able to just, like, take everything that he dishes out? <laughs> like this mortal body with its still corruption of the flesh is going to be able to handle all powerful, holy God yeah. if he actually touches me? No. So in expectation, I'm expecting for him to knock me out. You know, I'm <laughs> expecting for him today. Now, I didn't know all this then. Yeah, I just yeah. knew. He just told me to fall, so I was <laughs> the Marine King. I was like, yes, sir, fall. And uh, so he comes by, hitting you know, and uh, I'm submitting myself. I'm yielding in that way. Like, what do you want me to do? And what am I expecting when somebody powerful prays for me? I'm expecting you to touch me. Mm-hmm. For it to be supernatural change on the inside of me. Supernatural, yeah, supernatural. power. And uh, so the minister comes by and he's laying hands and he laid hands on my head. I didn't feel a thing. Not a thing. All I felt was his hand hit my head. That was it. And I went, but I'm submitting to the Lord. This is... You told me that this was okay to submit to you this way. So I fell back, and the catcher caught me, and uh, he, he laid me on the ground. When my body touched the ground, it was like the finger of God from heaven hit me right in the chest, and I started, and instantly I had a vision. The power of God hit me, and I was like ugly crying for 15 minutes and it was so powerful and I was shaking and, and crying and everything and I shook for three days later. But when that minister touched me, I, we don't live by feelings. Right. We live by faith. You've right. been saying it all week. Mm-hmm. And, and, that, and I didn't even know what I had, but I knew something happened. Mm-hmm. And just by submitting and yielding to the, God, to the Lord and expecting him to do something, it changed my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yielded awesome. to him. Amen. Yeah, it's, it's you're never the same. Yes. Yeah, no, I, never. Never. Really. I, and even after that period of time, because I had nobody around me and I didn't know what I had, I didn't know how to kindle that fire. Right. And I would say it, 
it died down. You know, did it go away? And that's what I'm saying. No, it didn't go away. I could, I needed it again. Mm-hmm. I had to have it again. I'd, I'd tasted of it. Tasted. I knew it was out there. Right. And, I, and I didn't know how to get it. I didn't know, I had nobody to teach me about it. I couldn't find anybody to teach me about it, but I knew it was there. And, you know, just go a few years later after it died down and a few years later after I'm hungry for it. Lord, I need you. Mm-hmm. I want you. I've got to have your power. I've got to have your fire for your sake and for the kingdom, Lord. For the kingdom. And I thank you. And he led me to the place of hunger and humility and prayer and fasting. And and, uh, then I actually, I could could tell stories about this for hours, but I'm down in Tampa at the obedience of the Lord when it was not easy to get there. I've been there. I'm heading home, and the Lord says this to me. He says, what you need, what you're looking for, because I, I was looking for something. Yeah. And he said, what you're looking for is fresh fire. Amen. He didn't say the baptism of fire. He didn't just say fire. He said fresh, fresh fire. fire. As soon as he said that, I knew that's what I had. That's what you got. That's what I got back then in 2001. Mm-hmm. That was fire. But I had no idea what it was or anything. He said, what you're after is fresh fire. Just a few days later, I found myself in, the, in my office on the ground praying to the Lord, and I had a vision, and I saw, I, I started asking him for fresh fire, of course, and I had a vision in my office, and I saw billowing fire, not even clouds, just billowing fire shooting down from heaven, and I knew it was on the way. And uh, within just a few days of praying, after that, I'm praying for people, and all of a sudden they're sweating. I pray, I lay hands on, like I know I'm carrying something, you know. And all of a sudden I lay hands on them, and they're sweating because that fire manifested in their body. People shaking under the joy, and I realize, okay, I I step back into it by hunger, you know, by humility. And God's so real, and He wants us all to. That's not just for pastors. It's for everyone. Everybody. That's what I. It's for gives you an insatiable appetite for his yes. glory to change the world. You can't change it, but he can, but he needs us. Yes. And it's for everyone. Everybody. To see yeah. somebody get set free is the most wonderful thing in the world. Yeah. I mean, it's just, just awesome. Just My daughter, Charlotte, that's severely handicapped, and Richard's seen it. The glory of God will come upon her like, like uh, on Sunday. And my other daughter was singing, leading worship, and, and, uh, and I'm sitting or standing next to her and all of a sudden I look over and she's going <laughs> wheelchairs going up and down feet are going up and down and I tell you what she feels the glory of God yeah you know you can see the joy come on her and her whole countenance changes you know and, and the world would laugh at that mm. you know but she is just and, and for when you bring her home she you know, we put her in the bed and and she's just so excited for a while, and she'll take yeah. a little nap, but for the couple more days, and then she's ready for church on Wednesday. Yeah. You know, she wants the glory of God. She doesn't have all these outside forces. I mean, she's, yeah, she does. it's just yeah. wonderful. <laughs> it's just so wonderful. And that keeps, you, it keeps me humble yeah. with my hands and with, on my knees with the Lord. And yeah. that's where I always want to stay. Yeah. That's where I want to stay. You, you know, I have to tell you something about his, his baby girl, is that she's so sensitive to the Holy Ghost. And that when he would he used to take her to church, if the minister got up or another evangelist came in and was just talking rubbish 
and there was no anointing on it, she was the anointing thermometer, meaning yeah. if there was no anointing on it, she would start, she would start going, blah, 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 blah. Seriously. And, and she would start blowing, and, and Pastor Mike would have to go, Charlotte, stop. And she'd go, and then she'd go, blah, blah, blah. And so <laughs> she, I'd stop her again and go, Charlotte, Daddy says stop. And the guy would keep going. Blah! <laughs> what are you going to do? Because <laughs> there was no anointing whatsoever. <laughs> he was trying to fabricate it, but Charlotte wasn't going to have anything. It was hysterical. <laughs> so when Charlotte... You just, you just scared 99% of preachers away <laughs> from your church. <laughs> Actually, Dr. Rodney Howard Brown was talking to me one time. He said, well, Charlotte, blah me. I said, yes, she would if you got into something different. I'll tell you. Yeah. There's, there's, she's got no filter. Yeah. She, one time you had to tell the story. She started to blow you one time because (laughs) I'm a, I'm a, I'm a been a Yankee fan for 63 years. And, uh, I started talking about Mickey Mantle, New York Yankees, and all of a sudden, Charles goes, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> and my wife looked at me, the whole congregation looked at me and went. <laughs> <laughs> and they all know. It's, time, it's, time to yeah. get back on the get back, in, get back in the Holy Ghost. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> she's never, That'll keep she's never blawed me, and I'm thankful, you know. Yeah. But, I, but, but one thing I need to say, boy, hmm. You know, if you saw Charlotte today and you, and you looked at her and you'd say, well, <laughs> well, she will stand, and she will walk, she will talk, and she will be whole, and she will proclaim his glory yes. throughout this land. And this shall Amen. come to pass. Amen. And that's it. Amen. That's it. Somebody says, I love you, Pastor Mike, right up until the... You said you were a Yankees fan. They might be able to replace that whole text with blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, 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 <laughs> blah, blah. That's blah, what blah. they were thinking when you said that. <laughs> you know, somebody just put Robert and Rayford, um, they just posted that is awesome. Um, you know, I think... One of the biggest things, I've seen this over the last couple of weeks, a couple of times, like on social media, is a post that says, um, make pastors uncool again. Uh, because there was this push for the pastors to be like the cool one and everything. Mm-hmm. And I really relate to that. I, we should be cool, but in a different way. Right, right. In, a, in, the, in the means of the anointing, in the means of the fire, in the means of power and the love of God manifested, we should be cool in that way. That's what people should see as cool. But what he's saying is, don't be cool according to what, how the world, right, what the exactly. world calls cool. Exactly. And I really relate to that. There's, there's a reality of the fruit of God that we need to get back to in the churches and uh, stop messing around. It's time for something genuine. Amen. This generation is Amen. looking for something real, and help. it's not found in how they're going to discern it logically. They're right. going to miss it logically. It's going to look like foolishness to you. It's going to look like foolishness, but it'll be more real than anything you've ever seen. And uh, when I saw his comment say, that is awesome, I'm just thinking, how many people need to see the genuine, the real, the anointing, the power, the love, and you know, be willing to, uh, you know, 
how many times in my ministry would Charlotte have blod me? You know, blah 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 me. Probably a lot more than I want to talk about. <laughs> you know, and uh, it would it would make me sober myself. Yeah, you know, yeah, am I it, flowing only in the anointing of the Lord and only that? Mm-hmm. Um, what am I What am I flowing in every second of ministry? Uh, and we need that kind of realness. We need that kind of genuineness in the flow of the anointing behind that yeah. holy desk. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And I, and I believe that being under being under the anointing and being in meetings like this, and you can be also alone, obviously. But I I believe the more you yield, the more he 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 prunes us and burns away the dross and burns away self. Yes. And and that's what I. Because I got a lot of, lot of weakness in flesh, and, and I just ask, Lord, please, you've got to take it away, because I cannot do it. I've tried. I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it. So I need you to just burn it out of me. <laughs> you know, it's got to yeah. be burned out. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. and that, that maintain that humbleness. I mean, it, you know, you maintain a humbleness. I mean, you have strength through the power of the Holy Spirit. And, uh, but that humbleness must be there. Yeah. I, I don't believe if, 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 if you're not humble, it's not going to flow through you. Yeah. His glory won't flow through you. I mean, I think you stop it up, so to speak. You, I agree. So. You know, the thing that I think that, that, has, that I've seen is that the church world is very familiar with hype. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very familiar with entertainment. Yeah. And we've raised up a generation of hypers yeah. and entertainers. Yeah. But they know very little about the presence of the Lord. Yes. And you, you, and, and you can see it. Yeah. And you can see it. And, and yet, and, and, and that's just the trick because the thing, we, listen, we are, we are spirit people. Yeah. And we live by the Holy Ghost. And if there's one thing that we should be more familiar with than anything, it's His, it's his presence. Yeah. It's yeah. the precious Holy Spirit. Yeah. And, you know, it's like I, it's like I said the other, well, I think it was last night or the night before. You know, I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, I said, how come, how come, how come we don't, when I turn on Christian TV or turn on, you know, somebody's live stream, why isn't, there's no talking, what happened to the book of Acts? Yes, right. yeah. You know, and I, was, and I was talking to the, I was asking the Lord a question, but not even expecting an answer. Yeah. And he, and as soon as I spoke it, he said to me, he said, because when I said, Lord, why don't we hear any more preaching on the book of Acts? Yeah. And then he spoke to me and he said, because they preach about it, then they have to explain why they don't have it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and, and people just, they, they, they go through the ritual, they go through the motions, they, they've allowed, we've allowed the, the, the church to be so full of head knowledge. Yeah. And with, there's a lot of people in the church world, they know a lot about God. Yeah. I promise. Listen, there's 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 theologians I wouldn't have pray for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if my life was dependent on on a prayer, there's people I don't want to come praying for me because I want to (laughs) live. Yes. You know. Yes. But there are people that you know. Hey, get a hold of me because they they flow in the power of God. Yeah. They they they've you know they've raised the dead. Yeah. You know you you, and and so but people just they they got this they got this form, right? They got this idea. And they, they always come from head knowledge, yeah. but they never come from experience. Because you can look in, I mean, all through Scripture. I mean, in, I think it's First Chronicles 28, uh, uh, or is it the second? I can't remember. It's maybe Second Chronicles. But remember what David said to, uh, to Solomon? He, he said, know the God of your father. Yeah. 
You know, yeah. so I mean, you're going to have to find him on yourself. Yeah. You're going to have yeah. you. Listen, you can't just continue to route off. You know, my yes. relationship with God yes. and my coattails. You're going to have to find him yourself. Yeah. And that's why he said, "Know the God of your father." Then he goes on to say that that um, <clears throat> he will he will. He will uh, manifest himself, meaning that he will be found of you. Actually, yes. what he says, he'll be found of you. Yeah. And so that, that's 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 really the whole focus is that it's 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 not just getting saved to where you miss hell and go to heaven. No, yeah. no, no. It's it's all it's 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 know the Father. It's a relationship. Yes. It's everything. Everything stems from that. Yes. You know, our prayer our prayer life doesn't stem from our knowledge. You know, our, our our prayer life stems from our relationship. Yeah, everything is about that. I mean, that same when when God when 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 um, David said, "Know the God of your fathers," the same word when in, in Daniel, they that know their God will yeah. be strong and do exploits, do exploits, which is the same word that the intimacy when when the Bible yeah. says Adam knew Eve. So, yeah. it, it, it's it's a and and that's really what Jesus when Jesus came to appeared to John on the Isle of Patmos. Yeah, I mean. I mean, here's, I mean, just look at the very first letter. The very first letter that he wrote to the church, this Ephesus, was a 20,000-member church. Timothy was the pastor of it. Paul started the church. I mean, it was a thriving church. Yeah. It was the model church. I mean, it would, it's, it's the church for the church growth conferences. It's the model church. Yeah. And so, but yet, when Jesus came to John in the Isle of Patmos, he didn't see it as the model church. Now, he starts out when he, he, he congratulates them. Yeah. And he, he tells them all the For things the they're doing right. Yeah. You know, he says, yeah, you've labored, you've worked yeah. hard, you, you hate um, false teachers and apostles. Toiled, and from, yeah, to, for my name's sake, you've suffered much. Yeah. But then uh, it's verse four or five, he says, but I have something against you. Yeah. And so Jesus' whole point in that was, it's not about what you're doing for me. Yeah. I mean, God's more interested and us having a relationship with him more than he is the things that we do for him. Yeah. Amen. And, 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 so, and, that, and that's something that, you know, that's that, that's that intimacy. That's the knowing the Father. It's knowing the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You know, and, and, and we come from such, we come from such head knowledge. That's why there's no power. Yeah. Because it's, it's God's meant to be experienced. Yeah. That's why he said, you know, I mean, with my, with my experience, I mean, we all three, when we share what happened? The, that's, that fire falls again. I mean, yeah. even now I'm doing everything I can just to make some sense. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and and jeez, um, <clears throat> and yeah. Um, I, I can remember. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The first time, um, one of the first things that happened to me in music was there's a. Uh, Joe and Becky Cruz. I heard a CD of theirs, and I'm a Grateful Dead, Almond Brothers, the band, and I was like, I don't want to hear this. What, what's come on? Somebody gave it to me, and, and as soon as they turned it on, I felt yeah. something come upon me that I had never experienced before. <laughs> and I was like, What is this? You know, and then it got to the point. Where as as today, I don't listen to anything but yeah. anoint, anointed music. Yeah. There's a lot of Christian music out there, but the anointed yeah. music, and and it's just life changing. I don't ever turn on the radio. 
Because yeah. what's on the radio is generally not anointed at no. all. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. I'm talking about <laughs> Christian. I'm talking about Christian No, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, it is horrible. It's horrible. I mean, you put on serious radio, the Christian thing is like, I don't, yeah, I don't, it's I like, don't listen to gag it. me. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, we that that's a that's a rabbit trail I'll get frustrated with. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's no word. It, no well, yeah, but, yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, we can go down. We. The, yeah. the sad thing is, is it's a list of things. Yeah. You know, so. No anointing, no word. No anointing, no, no word. No calling. There's a desire for, a desire to build their own house. And, uh, yeah. But, you, you know, know I, the book of Acts is our God. Yes. You know, we're, we're still in it. That's why I don't even like using the term early church. Yeah. Because it almost refers to like there's two different churches. Yeah. And they're not with the same church. Yeah. Same God, same Father, same mission, same purpose. Nothing's changed. Right. And so, but yeah, but you look at, you, you look at, um, you know, I heard somebody say one time, if you was to have an artist back when, when the church began, paint a picture of the church, and then take an artist today and paint the picture of the church, it'd be two different pictures. Yes. Yeah. It's like when I said, I, th- I think I said it. Yeah, I can't remember if I said it this week or not, but so when I'm talking about A.W. Tozer. Yeah. You know, A.W. Tozer said, if you used to take the Holy Ghost out of the early church, 95% of the stuff that went on would cease. Yeah. But if you used to take the church, the Holy Ghost out of the church today, 95% of the stuff would continue. Yes. So that tells you what yes. is flesh, what's from the head, and what's of the Holy Ghost. Yes. And that's really what, and you know what, and I say we've got to get back to that, but we are getting back to that. Yes. And many, we are there. That's one yeah. reason yeah. I came down when Richard, I came down here. Yeah. Richard said, you got to come. <laughs> I got to come. And I was like, great, I'm coming. I, I'm, 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 I'm tired. I'm, I'm, I need a fresh feeling. And this is a, just a, not to patronize you all. This is a wonderful church that flows in the Holy Spirit. Amen. And you have, again, to be, not to be redundant, you have a gift for laying it out precept upon precept. You really do. It, it, it makes it, it does. yeah, it's, it makes it simple. And that's what we all need. Yeah. You know? yeah. I, I, I always say, and I come from a father that was a complete scholar, and I'm not. And uh, but but make it simple. Yeah. Make it simple. Yeah. The gospel's simple. Yeah. You know. And yeah. It is. it is very simple. I think that as we're wrapping up today, what I really believe I'm sensing is that there's people watching and there's people listening that uh, they're feeling the fire of God even as we're talking about it, and they're desiring for it and they're hungry for it, and. Um, uh, maybe before we get to that, Caleb just asked a question. He said, do you have any advice for leaders who desire to lead other people into that hunger and into that fire? Yeah, my, yeah. my advice is for the leader to get it. Yeah. You got to have it. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you can't lead it. You yeah. can't give something you don't have. Yeah. You can't lead somebody somewhere you've never been. Yeah. The smallest flame next to a stack of green wood will eventually dry it out yeah. and catch it on fire yeah. if you're carrying it. And we're not talking about a small flame, so hunger for that fire yourself. Let it change you. And that's the other thing about fire is fire changes the spiritual makeup mm-hmm. of the material. Yeah. That's why I was marked. You were marked. You were marked by it. Uh, get the fire of God. Keep it burning at a Keep top level. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, fuel it. Yeah, yeah. Thank God for the fire of the Holy Ghost. Yeah, and it's just, I mean, God is fire. Yeah. I mean, when when John described it on the Isle of Patmos. Yeah. I mean, when John gives us this glorious description of the Lord Jesus, our Lord Jesus. Yeah. 
I mean, what he says, what does he say about his eyes? His yeah. eyes were flaming fire. That's, yeah. You know, I promise you, when Moses went and stood before Pharaoh, Pharaoh saw the fire of God in Moses' eyes. Yes. Yeah. He's a God of fire. <laughs> and he makes his ministers flames yeah. of fire. He is a consuming, consuming fire. fire. And if we get in his presence, we start to catch it just that quick. The, the issue is how many people are getting in his actual presence mm -hmm. versus how many people are getting around uh, you know, uh, emotional, soulish realm ministries. Um, with mic drop moments oh, yeah. and uh, emotional pulls and things like right. that, that's all here, but it's not in here. And, uh, but when you actually get around the presence of God, it'll do like it's done all this week. It'll start shaking people even in their seats that have never experienced it before. And, um, you know, I was just going through a teaching. I, I mentioned this a little bit to you the other day, Pastor Mike. I was going through a teaching recently. I went to visit somebody in their home. I had two things to tell them. The Lord told me to tell them. All I'm doing is reading through my notes and talking about, you know, what the Lord said about this. All of a sudden, this person starts bawling, crying, and shaking and everything. And Amen. the spouse is like, what is going on with you? And I, I said, that's the anointing. Amen. That's the fire of God. I was doing basically reading. I mean, I, the preach was coming out a little bit, but I wasn't even like, I wasn't standing up. I wasn't walking around. We were just talking in a living room. Right. And the fire of God starts to come. His presence gets on you and it transfers it's transferable, it's tangible, it's, it is an impartation spiritually. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Tell, most, most definitely. Yeah. That, and that's what's so exciting. Yeah. It's, it's, so you go up to the little Sioux or go up to the Walmart or go in, and you're walking and all of a sudden the Holy Spirit says, go down that aisle back there. Did you okay. say? Walk down the aisle back little there. Little Sioux? Did you say little Sioux? That's what I thought Nobody too. here knows we what don't that know is. Little that's like Everybody a, went, a, what a is that spiritual store. term? Yeah. Little Sioux. Yeah. And, and people uh, looking up in the Bible. Like, <laughs> where's little Sioux? Where's the concordance? That's in Leviticus. <laughs> but, you, you know, you go, go over there and, and walk up to that person. You don't know that person. But you walk up yeah. to them and just introduce yourself. And the next thing you know, the lady's crying and shaking under the power of God. And, and yeah. the, her brother had cancer. And you're like, holy smokes. And you pray for her. Yeah. And you, she's falling out in Walmart. Yeah. But all you're doing is being obedient. Yes. And, the, and, the, and God knows. He sees everything. And yeah. that's just so exciting to realize that God can use a nincompoop like us. Yeah. And I'm the biggest <laughs> one. And, and, and to, to help somebody. Amen. You know. That's what it's just all about. Johnny says, I receive the impartation of God's fire. Amen. Amen. Why don't you just uh, lead people to receive that fire wherever they're at? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. I tell you, those of you watching, just close your eyes, lift your hands. Father, I thank you right now in the name of Jesus. Yeah. First, I want you just to say this with me. Say, Father, mm. I'm Father, so hungry for you. So hungry for you. I want you. all of you. I want all of you. Send your fire. Send your fire. Baptize me in the fire of the Holy Ghost. Baptize me in the fire of the Holy Ghost. I desire you with all of my heart. I desire you with all of my heart. Now, Father, I thank you for those that are watching and those that are here. Lord, that same fire that's in this, it's at this set. Lord, I thank you that same fire that's upon the three of us.
Lord, in the name of Jesus, let that same fire fall in the homes of those, in the cars of those that are watching right now. In the name of Jesus. Lord, may every heart be filled with that tangible fire, that same fire that you baptized me with and, and Pastor Mike and, and, and Pastor Brian. Let that same fire fall upon each one. In the name of Jesus, in the name that's above every name. Lord, you said that we'd be baptized in the Holy Ghost and fire. In the name of Jesus, be so right now. And we thank you. We thank you, Father. We thank you. The fire of the Holy Ghost. The fire of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> the fire of the Holy Ghost. Whew. The fire of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Just say it with us right now. Just say, Father, Father I need you. I need you. I need your fire. I need your fire. I've got to have your fire. I've got to have your fire. I want your fire. I want your fire. I don't just need it. I don't just need it. I want it. I want it. And by faith, and by faith I, receive I receive a baptism of fire. A baptism of fire. Right now. Right now. Just receive. And I thank you. Thank you, Lord, for your fire. Thank you, Lord. Just start to thank him for his fire. Thank you, Lord, for baptizing me in your fire. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's not horses running. That's, that's the fire of God hitting Pastor Mike's legs. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's all over him. Hopefully he doesn't 100% heed your advice earlier, because if he runs, he's going to get yanked If he runs, he's going to be getting yanked. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It's real. Yeah. It's real. It's real. Taste and see. Taste and see. <laughs> That the Lord is good. Amen. It's Amen. been awesome, Pastor. It has been. It's been so awesome. <laughs> We're going to leave you in that fire. If you want to sow uh, today into Dr. Richard's ministry, you can sow. You can go to givebc.org. Holy Ghost Stampede. They'll put it, yeah, <laughs> they'll put it on the screen. See, the fire of God will enlighten your finances, too. It'll give you the wisdom and the strength you need. <laughs> this ought to be fun. They don't, the viewers don't know yet, but we know. <laughs> so not only that, on Facebook, you can do hashtag donate with the amount after it. No spaces. <laughs> Thank you for those seeds that are being sown right now. Thank you, Lord. Every penny of it will go to Dr. Richard. <laughs> Taking the fire of God around the world. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your fire. Hallelujah.
Whew. You need to you need to shout fire before we're out of here. <laughs> I can almost do it like you now. Fire! <laughs> that wasn't it. It was close. <laughs> fire! The Holy Ghost! <laughs> fire of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. A fire of the Holy Ghost. A fire of the Holy Ghost. Drop, drop fire in the comments right now if you can still function. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Father, we worship Jesus. you today. We give you the glory. <laughs> Thank you for your joy. Thank you for your strength. Thank you for your fire. Thank you for your life to the full till it overflows. Bringing about every solution, every answer, every piece of wisdom. Bringing about yourself and you're manifesting yourself and your victory as we take you by the hand. Lord, lead us into every triumph. Manifest through us the sweet aroma of the knowledge of you in every place. In Jesus' name. <laughs> Amen. 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 Chris said, I felt that fire. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. We love you. Thank you. Barrett's going to wrap it up. We'll see you tomorrow on Lunch Plus. 1130 is going to be a great day. Thank y'all for being here. Oh, Pastor. Thank you, my brother. My Amen. brother. Amen. We love y'all. Barrett. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. That was such a great broadcast. Make sure that you go back and re-watch it, share it. Like you can did you know you can download videos off of Facebook? You can download videos off of Facebook. Go download this video and then re-watch it over and over again. God's not a respecter of purses and he's not a respecter of time. So re-watch this broadcast. It was a good one. And tomorrow we have another awesome broadcast in store for you. Tomorrow's Friday, which means it's the prices were right. And what's right elementary it's going to be such a good episode you don't want to miss it we'll be back tomorrow 11:30 a.m here on the broadcast we love you and have a good rest of your day and special thank you to dr richard and pastor mike for being with us this week here on the broadcast what great men of god they are we honor and esteem them and we love you thank you for being here have a good day <laughs>